Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And Anthony Roquet is out today. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we introduce a new version of the popular Ocean KG935G GMRS radio and talk about its new feature updates, including one that could be revolutionary. We'll also take some of your comments and questions from our blog on our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialist. From the day of its arrival in August of 2021, the Ocean KG935G became an instant favorite within the GMRS community. Now there is a new version of this top-of-the-line GMRS portable handheld that could just be over the top. We're talking about the new KG935G+. Plus. Yes, the 935G+. Plus. It's, it seems like it's, uh, it's been plus season here at, at uh, By Two Way Radios. It's with been the, the plus new season Ocean, indeed. Uh, models. But this is my favorite. We, you know, we had the KG1000G+, plus, the... Mm-hmm. KG Excess 20G Plus, and now the KG 935G Plus. We saved the best for last, really. <laughs> Is it really going to be the last? We don't know. Um, I can say it's the last plus <laughs> in the, the the near future. So uh, we're well, three for three. We shall see. But in any case, now, if uh, you heard episode uh, 174, where we talked about the uh, XS 20G Plus. Um, we mentioned that, okay, it's kind of a slight upgrade, not a whole lot going on. There are some changes, but it wasn't really significant. But this is a whole different ballgame here. This is a completely different deal. There are some very significant changes to this radio that really do put it over the top, in my opinion. Yeah, with, with the XS uh, 20G changes, and even the 1000G changes, the hardware was largely left alone. You know, mm-hmm. you change um, some of the button labels, I believe, and yeah. things like yeah. that. But um, here, there, there are more along the lines of hardware changes. Um, uh, the actual circuit of the radio, the radio circuit itself is the same. But um, there are some very significant changes here that I'm really excited about. And I think the GMRS community overall will be really excited to hear about. So let's go through all of yeah, these. Should, should we jump in and just start uh, talking let's, about some of these features? Yes, let's do that. Let's go through some of the easy stuff first, the whole hanging fruit, if you will. Okay, the easy stuff. The easy. I've been kind of debating, should we start with like the smallest features and work our way up to the biggest features? Or should we um, start with the biggest features and get... You know, they, they, they tell you on in YouTube school to, to, you know, save the best for last. Yeah, save the best for last. But we're going to probably put the best somewhere in the middle. So, so we're, we'll. All right. Because it, it's, it's too we, exciting. We won't, to we won't leave anybody long. hanging. For right, too long. right. Well, let's start off with, with the physical changes to the radio because there are a few, not that many, but are a few. Uh, with the KG935G, which of course is an extremely popular radio and already chock full of features looks really nice in the front but we did make a few physical changes all right the, to the, the, radio. the probably biggest feature that i think i know you, you and i debate this what's the best feature i think that a lot of customers will think that the addition of the USB-C charging port is the biggest feature so what what we have and by the way this is the 935g plus um Looks the same, 
Mm-hmm. Unless you get a closer look, you know, a close look will show you there's, it says plus here. There's a few button uh, titles that have, the print on some of the buttons is a little different. Um, but the biggest physical change is that USB-C port on the back of the battery. That is a huge change, actually. Um, yeah, people people love the USB-C. We, we went mm-hmm. USB-C with the KGS-88G mm-hmm. from Ocean and... Um, which was very well received. People really liked that. People let us know that they like the USB-C. Yeah. So uh, what we've done here is add it onto the battery, not mm-hmm. onto the radio, uh, which is actually good news because now we'll sell this battery as uh, a an accessory. If you had a 935G and you're not going to upgrade to the Plus, you can still get the battery and take advantage of the USB-C charging port. I think that's um, a big advantage, a big plus right there because, hey, you know, I, I don't want to spend more on the 935G plus. I don't need all the extra stuff. Now, granted, they haven't heard all the extra stuff that's we'll, going we'll into the radio. We'll get to that. And they, yeah, they can decide but, if they want yeah. it or not. But at least you can spend um, a lot less and just mm-hmm. get the battery if, if the USB-C is really what you want. And remember, the uh, this battery will also work with the 905G and the KGUV8H amateur radio. It will also work with the UVN1, won't it? It will. Yeah, yeah. The, the DMR so, amateur yeah. radio. Thanks, Rick. Yeah. I've forgotten about that one. So, so I it slipped my mind. Now. <laughs> it shouldn't. That's a great DMR so, radio. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot going for it. With just just with the USB aspect alone. Now, hold on though. We gotta we gotta mention the drawback. To okay. the USB-C battery. Is there a drawback? There is a drawback because we used to ship the 935G with the 3200 milliamp battery. Mm-hmm. And that is a, a you know super high capacity. That battery will last for days and days and days. We had to shrink it somewhat to a 2600 milliamp battery, which is the same size that we shipped with the 905G right. standard. So it's still a very long life battery. But in order to make room in the pack, for the USB-C circuitry, we had to remove some cells. I think that's a minor drawback, really, when you consider the fact that, well, yeah, maybe the battery might need to be charged a little more often, but it's USB-C charging. You can just plug it in and do a charge on it, and you're, you're back in business. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It, it, it's not uh, – it wouldn't be a huge deal to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you still have – at 2,600 milliamps, a battery that will last four days. And now when you, you want to charge the radio, you don't have to take this with you. You just have to take just this that. and have a, a USB-C charging cable that, um, you know, there's a lot of infrastructure for yeah, USB-C. Yeah, anyway, you can fairly inexpensively find a USB-C cable that will plug into your car or, a, you know, a DC port or something like that. So you yeah, can charge sure. on the go. This is just one of the physical changes to the radio, but there are a couple of others that are worth noting. And um, those other changes, I I think some people might think they're minor, but then there are others that might find some real value in them. Well, let's just mention them. And, uh, okay. Let's not keep okay. – this has been 10 minutes of suspense, <laughs> and uh, we mentioned one feature. Uh, the LED flashlight is much, much brighter mm-hmm. on uh, the 935G Plus than the 935 it's a significant uh, brightness I- increase in the LED flashlight, and also the speaker is louder and clearer in the 935G Plus than the 935G. So we've got a USB-C port, we've got a louder, uh, clearer speaker, mm-hmm. and we have a brighter flashlight. So those are the three hardware enhancements. Now, there is another enhancement that's worth noting that is kind of a, an enhancement to an existing feature, and that's the weather. I put this uh, together because, yes, an ex- it's an existing feature, but we've really made it better. And that has to do with the uh, weather alerts. Instead of just the weather alert, we have weather alerts in the radio. We have supports all the, the NOAA weather channels, has the weather alerts. But now we have multiple notification types with these alerts. Yeah, the the improvements to the weather alerts. I mean, if everything we're going to talk about that we did 
uh, with this radio, the enhancements to the NOAA weather alerts, it, mm-hmm. that was the most time consuming and involved the most testing. I mean, we spent many, many hours making sure that we oh, got yeah. weather alerts right on this model because they, they weren't implemented uh, in a great way on the 935G. When you use weather alerts on a 935G, they only scan when you were in scan mode. Mm-hmm. And um, when you were in scan mode, it would scan the weather channels in the background uh, um, and you would see uh, a, a signal strength meter in scan. It would yeah. slow down your scan. It wasn't implemented very well. Um, but now weather alerts work all the time. They work on the weather channel that you've selected as your weather channel. And there's multiple ways to get a notification when a weather alert comes in. You can go into a menu item and select if you want a icon on the screen if there's a weather alert. So um, you'll basically just see a little cloud on the screen and you'll have to press a key mm-hmm. to exit that mode. You can also say you want a tone alert when there's a weather alert. So the, the, every 60 seconds um, until you clear off the weather alert on the radio, you'll hear a loud siren type sound. You can also set your LED flashlight to pulse, letting you know there's a weather alert. It's a a visual alert, yeah. You can also combine the um, tone alert and the pulse alert for the flashlight. Or you can just have it go straight to the weather channel immediately and let you hear what the emergency is. So you've got a lot of configurability. I don't know of another radio that provides this level of configurability on weather alerts. I think a lot of of folks who are uh, really reliant on the weather features of this radio are going to really like this. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say I'm very proud of the way that this weather alert um, yeah. system has been implemented in the radio. And I, I don't know of a radio that, that does it better, honestly. So we've got the new physical enhancements and we've got this enhancement to the weather alert. Now let's get into... Really, the nitty gritty of this radio. If that wasn't enough, oh, more we've suspense, got more, more suspense. Got what are more. We, what's next, Rick? What's All right, next? Let's, where are we let's, going? Let's move up. We're going up the the ladder here. Let's get to the display themes. This is another favorite of okay. mine. We spent a lot of time on this, and this wasn't a matter of just polling people. You went around uh, here and said, "Hey, why don't you contribute to this?" And uh, add your idea for a new theme for this radio. Yeah, I had everybody and, like making new themes and, yeah. and you know taking what I liked for from this one and from this one. And um, now for yeah. those for those who were not really familiar with the nine thirty five G, the original nine thirty five G came with four color themes. It's a color LCD display. Comes with four color themes. You've got two white and two black themes. We've enhanced that and given it six more. So there are a total of 10 color themes in this radio now. 10. And among those, in addition to what we had before, the white one, white two, black one, black two, we have some other themes. Uh, we have one called Cool, which is a pretty cool theme. And we have one it called be. Rain. Uh, Rain. We have this one called Rain. Uh, We have one called Sky, which is actually my personal favorite uh, theme. We have one called BTWR (laughs) by Two Way Radios because those are actually uh, the colors. Yeah, our website uh, theme. Our website theme colors. And one called Candy. And uh, And we also have one called Not a Ruby. Not a Ruby. Uh, which was contributed by incredibly famous YouTuber, Not a Rubicon. Yep. So he, every, he contributed a theme, a and, and his is in there too. Yep. So there you go. Um, yeah, I'm sure there will be uh, folks who want to buy the radio just for that aspect, because he's very popular. Uh, he's well-liked. So we have 10 color themes in this radio that you can switch back and forth between uh, and – Here's the thing now, it, the one caveat to that is that when you change the theme, it's going to restart the radio. So w- when you go into the themes, you want to change the theme, uh, you know, be sure you're not doing anything else at the, at the time because it's going to restart the radio with oh, the new theme. Oh, come on. It takes four seconds to restart the radio. It's not a, <laughs> no, it's not not a, big a caveat. Deal. It's fine. Not, it's not no, really no a big deal. No one cares but, if you have to, to reboot it. But just to let, let people know that, 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 that it's going to do that. That's by design. 
And they did it's, that before. Yeah. It's by design. So we've got them 10 display themes, which is really cool on its own. All right. Now let's talk about something that's All really right, where amazing. Are we, where are we going this now? This is the, a really, really big. There are some other feature oh, We're doing your favorite improvements feature? and enhancements, it's, but this is my favorite feature and for a couple of reasons. And I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be your favorite feature, too, if you're listening to the show and you have a 935, or even if you don't, this is, if you have a UV5R or any other radio that has to be programmed from the keypad, or you've had trouble programming it from the keypad, this is a game changer. I know why you like this feature. We have a blog post that explains to people how to change, know how to add a channel from the keypad of the UV5R, right? We have a video too. And you're res- you're the one out there responding to the comments and uh, how no one can figure it out and it's st- you know yep. people get, read our blog posts and still get stuck. So, um, who's drawing this out now? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I can add a little suspense, can't I? You you've added so much suspense. I can add a little. Uh, okay. Uh, go ahead. You love the feature so much. You, this you is talk. truly a revolutionary feature. This is a channel wizard. This is a channel wizard. Can we do sound effects? Yeah. Now, programming a channel directly from the keypad, the radio itself, has always been... Uh, an involved process for most radios. This is a completely different thing. What this does, I mean, it is. It's like it's a wizard. You you go through. We called it the channel wizard. We just call it the channel wizard. You you go to that menu option, and it takes you through a step by step process. No, of no, no. Adding you, a, you can go to the menu option, but you can also just hold down the menu button. Well, and we haven't gotten there yet. But okay. in the channel with you. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead, but okay. You, you <laughs> That's can just fine. hold down the menu button on the radio and boom, you're in the channel wizard. If you're out in the field, you need to do a quick add a channel or change something with a channel. Yeah, you just hold down that just hold down that button. You go right into the channel wizard and you can instantly put a channel in there. So uh and it's well, you really have to experience it to really appreciate just how easy it is. And here's a case in point. I'm going to give you a little behind the scenes of how uh, of what goes on here. A little behind the scenes. I'm working on You're pulling back the curtain. Yeah, pulling back okay. the curtain just a little bit. I'm working on the 935G plus manual, and I get to the part where I said, you know, I have to add instructions for the channel wizard. And Danny walks into my office, sets down a 935G plus demo radio in front of me and says, here you go. And I said, well, I, I need to, to figure out how to do it. Because up to that point, I really didn't know anything about this this feature right. other than, hey, we're adding a channel wizard. Sets it down in front of me. And and I said, well, how does it work? He says, just, just play around with it. Just just open it up and find out. So I did. And as soon as I got into it, and it took me just a couple of minutes, two or three minutes to get go through it and figure it out for myself. And I programmed a channel into it right away. It didn't take me long at all. And I programmed two or three of them in there. And then I just wrote down the steps, very simple steps, add it to the manual. And I thought, Wow, this is this isn't simple. This isn't this isn't just simple easy. This is this is stupid easy. <laughs> this is I say this is well, stupid simple. This is this is um it it take you like a minute to figure this out. Now let's let's talk about the way adding a channel from the keypad worked before. Um, what you would that have could take to take half do, an hour. <laughs> well, the the ocean radios at least. Previously, if you wanted to copy an existing channel, mm-hmm. it wasn't too bad. Uh, and a lot of people don't know about this, but you, if you wanted to, say, uh, make a new repeater channel um, that was based on the, the built-in RPT-15 channel, mm-hmm. like say there's another RPT-15 um, or another repeater that uses the same frequencies as RPT-15, but you you need to change the tones or something and you want it to be another channel, you can just tune to that repeater channel, go to channel add, 
select your new channel number and boom, you've got a new channel. And then, but then you have to go back and edit the the new channel right. and choose what you want the tones to be and change anything else. Um, that's like the name, all that. And, it, you know, all those are separate menu items. It got very involved. You have to go back and forth to different menu items. Yeah. Now with the channel wizard, when you go to a channel and you hold down menu to enter the channel wizard or you select it from the menu, whatever you prefer, you're immediately editing the channel that you're, you're on. Like it's pre-filled with the information for the channel you're on. But you can change it. You're immediately, when you scroll through, you get the items that are specific to the channel. Channel name, the tones, the channel number. If you change the channel number at the end when you save, you'll immediately get a new channel. Um, the very first step when you enter the channel wizard is the type of channel you want to add. Simplex channel. And uh, if you choose simplex, what you choose from, you don't enter a frequency. Mm-hmm. You just scroll through the 22 to the, the FRS, GMRS yeah. frequencies. Uh, if you choose repeater, you're only scrolling through the repeater frequencies. Um, or you can add a receive only channel. And you, mm-hmm. in that case, you can type in whatever frequency you want. And then the other options in the channel wizard that are available are sort of the ones that apply to that. Like, for example, yeah. receive only channel, you won't need to set a transmit uh, tone. But uh, at the end of the process, you can choose you want to save and create a new channel or you can save and exit back to the, the radio. Um, what else? You really don't need to read the manual. Uh, I would say you should always read the manual, of course. But you wrote the manual. <laughs> always read the manual. You know, you have a vested interest. Okay, in the, off the, the off the track just a little bit. You know, a large portion of our support calls come from people who did not read the manual. You know, then and they they want to know this or they're having an issue with that, and it was just a matter of all they had to do was read the manual. And there are cases when, say, John, he's on a call with somebody and they call him up about some dire issue. And John says, well, did you read the manual? I'll walk you through the the process. And all he does is open up the manual, read from the manual. And the guy says, oh, well, this is this is really easy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, yeah, read the manual. It'll save you there a call. There is some good stuff in there. There is. And I'm sure a lot of people actually do read the manual. I'm or at sure. least they, they look at the table of contents and go to what yeah, they're trying to figure out. but we out. don't get those calls. <laughs> why, why call it? Right. But uh, with this channel wizard, um, to me, I think this is pretty amazing. Um, I don't know why no one ever thought about doing this before. It's just uh, I've never seen it on a radio before. This is This is pretty new. And... Look, if the UV5R had one of these things, I don't think it would have had to make a UV5R, you know, video showing how to program from the radio. I, I probably well, might have anyway, but you know, it's uh, it wouldn't have wouldn't be as popular as it is. Uh, but I, I hope this is people, just amazing. I hope people love it. I think that it's going to be a you know a popular feature. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I don't know how many people are adding channels. Um, well, let me let me just say this though: this is the first, this is the first radio that we know of to have a feature like this. I I, I agree. I've never good. seen uh, another radio. This is yet another feature for this the nine thirty five G plus that is unique. Yeah, uh, to it, it, definitely the, the weather alerts and now channel wizard. The you channel know what wizards. I like about the channel wizard? I like how. We added in like little things. Like if you're um, entering a tone, you can press the pound sign, I believe, or the star. I forget mm-hmm. one or the other, and clear out your tone. It goes back to, to off instantly. Mm-hmm. If you're um, the channel name will be pre-populated with the channel you were on previously, so that it's easy to edit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to use that, but you can also press the star key and completely clear it out quickly. Mm-hmm. So all kind of little shortcuts like that, if you're in the channel wizard, to, to make it quicker and even more easier. I, I like that stuff. Okay. This 
is really big. But we do have some other new features and improvements. Maybe not quite as big as this one, but I think they're fairly fairly important. I mean, for one thing, we have the favorite. You in the suspense. You in yeah. the suspense. <laughs> no, no, no. You were getting into it with the, the okay. favorite channels. Yeah. The favorite channels. All right. Tell us about the favorite channels. That is that is pretty cool. The favorite channels feature is a feature that we first added with the KG um, S88G. And uh, what it does is allow you to quickly, through a side key assignment, access channels that you've marked as your favorites. Um, you can go to any channel you want. And in the menu, there's an option called CH-FAV. If you mark that as on for your channel, then it's in the list as your favorite channel. as one of your favorite channels. And then... Press a side key to quickly access your favorite channel. If you only have one favorite channel, then you've got a button that just goes to, just right to goes it. straight to uh, your favorite repeater or, or whatever. Uh, if you have multiple, that button will cycle um, through those channels. The favorite channels is a pretty cool feature, but there is another one that I think. Now you said before you didn't you didn't think it was going to be as big, but I think that for a lot of people, especially when they're out in the field that it's it's also going to be a real cool thing to have. And that is the PF key guide. And for those of you who are familiar with the 935G, the original one, it has a couple of PF or programmable function keys. There, there's these two buttons on the side of the radio underneath the PTT. PF1, programmable function key 1, PF2, programmable function key 2. Now, one of the things we did with the 935G is we made those keys so that you could pretty much program uh, a lot of different functions to each one of those keys on a short and a long press, as opposed to, say, some previous models that you were really, really limited as to what you could program the key to. This gave you a lot more latitude. You're talking about the initial 935G. Yeah, you you could do long press, short press on both buttons, and then... Each button had the full uh, variety of features. Like you mm-hmm. see, some radios like the PF one can be these five things. PF two can be these five things. And, and in some cases, so. fewer than that. Maybe just one or two to choose from. Yeah, we, we weren't like yeah. breaking ground to actually. It's just common sense. Let's have everything assignable to every function. So it's but, crazy not to. But what we did do on this one for the KG nine thirty five G plus is that we uh, have now a PF key quick guide in the radio. So all you have to do is you hold down the exit key. If you forget, like, you know, you've got all these functions going on with the, these keys, and you can program the keys to pretty much what you want to program to, what's available to do that. You're out in the field and you forgot what you programmed each key to do in a long and short press. All you have to do is press that exit key, and you come up with a legend right there. A, a little guide that tells you what each key is currently programmed to. I think that's yeah. a very cool thing. I like it. I I just don't know that you know most people are going to. Uh, people are going to you know, use people, that. People will like that, <laughs> but um, it'll get yeah, used a lot. I'm going to use it a lot because I'm testing radios, and I never remember what I've set this uh, you know PF one to or PF two to. And you have to go into the menu to find out, and you're scrolling to. <laughs> Now I can just hold down exit and I see what all my keys are set to. But people that use the radio every day, they won't need it because they're going to be familiar enough with the radio that they'll know just, they automatically know scan is PF1 or whatever they have assigned. Yeah. Well, if you're, if you're, if they're my age and they're, they're, they're getting up there, then, then yeah, they're going to need something to remind them. Okay. What did I program that PF2 key to do on a uh, short press or a long press? And boom, I can just. Scroll down. There it is. I think we've got a lot of customers that um, aren't using the radio every day. They Mm -hmm. use the radio on weekends. They use the radio a couple of times a month when they go hunting or, you know, Mm -hmm. something like that. And you may forget. And knowing that you can just hold down the exit key and see what everything's assigned to, it's going to save you 20 seconds, maybe. But Maybe a little more 20, than that. <laughs> 20 seconds, 30 seconds, you can spend doing something else. Well, it saves you time because if you forget, then you're having to stop and go into the menu and go to the PF key setting and see what you set that PF key for manually. 
And, uh, you know, there are four right. settings. You've got the PF1 short, PF1 long, PF2 short, PF2 long. You have to go through each one of those in the menu to figure it out. Here, no, you don't have to do that. Just, it's it's like another wizard, you know, pretty much. So, I mean, this, this radio is full of wizards. <laughs> Just to make full, things easier. Full of, a radio full of wizards. That, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can we use that quote on the box? We too bad the box is printed already. Wizards. We're just full of wizards here. Radio full of wizards. So um, here's an, an, another one here. The message shown on the non-active area when dual mode is turned off and you're in single uh, mode, uh, you've got a little message that pops down on the one that's not being used, the, the side or the area that's not being used mm -hmm. at the moment. You can customize that one. Yeah, previously that was fixed to KG-935G. So mm -hmm. if you were um, if you were on a single display, not mm -hmm. dual display, as it is right out of the box, if you're on single display, you have the second area off and put I mean, KG-935G isn't helping anybody. Let's be honest. That's you already you know already what kind know, of yeah. radio you have. The, the model is printed right on the, <laughs> yeah. the screen anyway. Uh, so <laughs> you're not going to forget what model the radio is. It makes sense that we should just let people customize it. Put their call sign yeah, there. there you go. Uh, you know. Call sign is something you can forget from time to time. And you know, you're right there looking at, oh, yeah, that's my call sign. Um, the radio did have another message area at the top. I mean, there's a mm -hmm. banner across the top. We call that the top message. And that was customizable through the software, as it still is. Uh, so now there are two customizable areas on the display. Now that one used to be kind of kind of offset, but now it's centered. Yeah, we right? moved that. Uh, we centered it mm -hmm. on the plus, whereas previously it was left aligned. So that was a little improvement. Uh, I don't know if that one was on the list or not. That yeah, it was. And and the next item that's on the list is another one that some people might find a. A, a lot more useful than than one might think, especially if they're out and about and it's dark out or, or oh the whatever. the, yeah, the um, bright the plus bright plus PF key yeah uh, we added a side key function that's assignable to a, a PF key called bright plus mm -hmm. and uh, what it does is increase the brightness of the the display so if you have um, one brightness level that works for you indoors. And another brightness level uh, that um, is better outdoors, you can just push the button to increase the brightness. In, yeah, well, you can do it a couple of times. You know, boom, a little bit brighter, boom, full brightness. I, well, I did it. Uh, I was playing around with it yesterday, and it's just like mm, a couple of hits, and it's really bright. And I think that's a pretty pretty nice little feature right there on its own. Yeah, there, there are 10 brightness levels total, and um, you, you can basically use the button to cycle upward. If you're at bright brightness ten and you press bright up, it'll go back to zero or one. It toggles. And then you, a yeah, bit, yeah, you ten presses and you're you're all the way through them. There's also an improved process for entering text through the keypad. Um, might want to explain that one a little, just a little bit. Yeah, uh, this is a minor improvement, but it makes the KG935G Plus um, work more similar to some of the other Ocean models. Mm -hmm. uh, where um, if you're entering text through, like, say you're changing the channel name uh, directly from the radio, it previously didn't have any way to let you go backwards. Like, it, it, you use the arrows to choose, and then, you know, one arrow was choosing a character, and then the other arrow was to move forward. Am I, am I right? There I wasn't think, really. I think so. So let's say you're you're pressing the button quickly. And you want the letter D, you accidentally to, scroll past it. Now you got to click the button a hundred more times until you back, get back yeah. to it. Um, now you can use the two key, the side keys to go forward and backwards and the arrow keys to go up, up to down. select a character. So it just, it's so much easier to use. You can also use the star, I believe, to completely clear out a prompt. Now that I didn't know right away, I should have done that. You put it in put the it manual. In. I did put it in the manual, but I forgot. So you, you know how you much stuff was in the manual that I forgot. <laughs> I got to go back and read the manual. If you called for support, John would say, "Have you read the manual?" And you could say, <laughs> I, "I wrote the manual. I still forgot." <laughs>
Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> now we have a few other th- items here. There's a, uh, you can. Uh, Surely we're out of features by now. What not you, yet, you but wait, there's more. We have the battery like display indicator with a new bat type menu. Oh, bat. I like this one. Okay. Uh, KG935G, we had a battery icon mm-hmm. in the upper right-hand corner. It was a picture of a battery, and it went from full green to like partial green. You know, the, yeah. the green yeah. got Two thirds, and then one third, and then it's it's. And then, then everything's off when it, yeah. it dies. Okay. Now you can, cho- you can choose if you want that icon, battery meter. You can choose if you would rather have a percentage mm-hmm. from zero to 100 show up in the corner. Yeah. You can also choose to show the voltage. battery voltage yeah, instead. The voltage. Yeah. Yeah, that's pr- pretty cool. Because some, some folks prefer seeing the volt, the actual voltage of the battery rather than, uh, you know, than the little battery icon. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to chalk that up as a, a minor a personal, improvement, but it's it's a... Uh, it's a personal you know, it's preference. There. Yeah. But it's, you have it. It's more configurability. How, how does it hurt? So there is also a new menu item for displaying voltage on demand. Oh yeah, previously, what was it? You you could get voltage um, maybe during power on. Right, but now you can just just go to the menu. You can find out, you know, make sure that the voltage is stable, and you're you got. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll find out exactly how much. Yeah. There's multiple ways now to get the voltage mm-hmm. um, in, while the radio is on. And there's one more item. Uh, did we mention, we did not mention this before, did we mention that uh, another physical change to the radio is that we changed the band button to area. We renamed it to area. We did. To avoid some confusion there. Uh, and we talked about this more on the episode with the KG1000G+, Plus, where yeah. we did the same thing. It also had a band button that... Band is kind of misleading, and I, I think I went on about yeah, it there for yeah, a little while. Yeah. So go go back to that one. I won't do it now, but uh, basically, changing band to area makes it more consistent with the the new KG one thousand, and I think it better reflects what the radio actually does. Now, yeah, I agree um, with that. We left um, a feature holding band on the nine thirty five G would activate weather mode, so you didn't have to tie up a PF key to um, turn weather on, we left that. So now holding in area will still activate the weather mode. Very cool. So that's it. I told you this radio is full of wizards. <laughs> full of wizards. I <laughs> love it. Is. I love it. That should be that should be the tagline. So that's what we've <laughs> got. And yeah, that's pretty much all there is. As if we really need more. That's I it. mean, this is it's our shortest episode ever. I think this is pretty much so far. This is the ultimate GMRS experience. This radio delivers the ultimate GMRS experience so far. You know, I agree. I agree. This uh, is. I think this is the best GMRS radio that is made by anyone anywhere. All right. Now we get to the price. The price. What would you pay for all of this in this radio? Would you pay $200, $300, $400 for this radio? But wait. The KG935G. Why, why are you doing G- this? Why are you doing this? <laughs> the KG935G+. Nobody G+, wants this. <laughs> the KG935G+, Plus is only available for the low, low price of only. $169.99. We're going to cut all of that out previous and, <laughs> and just give them the price. No, nobody wants to wait 10 minutes for the price. It's $169.99. That's $20 over what the 935G is. Um, now, here's the thing. Now that we've introduced the 935G+, Plus, what's going to happen with the 935G? Inquiring minds do want to know because we, we handled this a little differently with the XS20G. Yeah, the XS20G, there was there were no hardware improvements at all. It was mm-hmm. um, largely a firmware update, mm-hmm. um, or a software change on the radio, and we replaced the model straight away because the price didn't change. Um, 
with the 935G+, Plus, because there's a price increase and because so many people love the original 935G, mm-hmm. we're going we're gonna to keep carrying the 935G. If you, if you prefer the 935G or if you don't want to spend $169.99, you'd rather $150 fits better in your budget. Um, the 935G is tried and true. People love it. But if you want, I think the we'd be crazy to get rid of it, you know. Yeah, but if you want the 935G, but you want that USB-C battery, you buy that battery, and you still have a regular 935G. But if you spend twenty dollars more for the 935G Plus, you get the USB-C battery plus everything in the plus, plus all the plus. It's a radio full of pluses. So to me, I think that. Is the best value. Yeah, I think if you want the USB-C, you're better off just going with the Plus radio and taking all the new enhancements. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. Rather than yeah. buying the 935G and adding the battery. Unless you want two batteries. If you're going to buy two batteries anyway, maybe make two that batteries second battery. Are good. You can never have too many batteries. There's a, a lot of ways to wrap this. The, the 935G Plus is also available in an anniversary edition kit. Um I don't have the price on that um, in front of me, but it's significantly more because it contains all the accessories. It gives you a programming cable. It gets you extra batteries. Um, it gets you um, a speaker mic, an earpiece. It gets you a AA battery case. The um, ultimate plus. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> leaving out a lot. I mean, the, the anniversary edition kit comes with Every accessory for the radio, um, battery eliminators, uh, vehicle charging adapters for the um, for the, the drop-in the drop charger. charger yeah. um, goodness, I, I can't think of. Uh, oh, check the website for the uh, anniversary edition 935G kit if you're interested in that because it, it comes with it. It is a good value. Yeah, and of course, of course, and I didn't have Anthony here to to remind me, but. If you use promo code SHOW at checkout, you can save an additional 5% off this order. So that's, uh, you know. Uh, I think that, that. that covers it all, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, so there's the ultimate uh, GMRS uh, radio. For now, anyway. <laughs> Until something else comes along. Yeah. And, yeah. All right, well, we have some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. I'm going to go through these real quick once I pull these out. Uh, got so excited about this radio, I forgot to, uh, almost forgot forgot to pull my... questions. We could, we could no, just I end got, it right now the, if you no, want. No, I got the questions here. I've got a really long <laughs> one. I'm going to save that for next time. Um, not really. But uh, here's a question from uh, – this one's from Jackal. Jackal says, I have a Baofeng UV5R and a Motorola talk about T6530, but the Motorola works, but when even I try to talk through the Baofeng, the Motorola does not receive signal. But when I talk through the Motorola, it works. Is there something I can do for that? Um, and that's from Jackal. And uh, Jackal, basically in a nutshell, what you got here uh, – it's just a, a, a failure to communicate between the radios. <laughs> Basically, we could chalk talk, most of our yeah. <laughs> support questions up to uh, to that. Uh, um, and it's very simply the the Motorola talk about the T sixty five thirty. It's it's an FRS radio. It's an FRS radio, and it's a really really old one to boot. We used to sell it. As a matter of fact, back in the day, it's been discontinued for a long time. Uh, but this was, you know, this was I think even before some of the peanut shaped. Talk about um, the Baofeng UV5R is not an FRS radio. Now, the UV5R technically can program it to FRS frequency, so it will talk, and that's likely what you're experiencing is that you have to program it to uh, to whatever frequencies are being well, they, used. They, by the he's talk done about. that. He's, he says he can hear. The talk yeah, about on his Baofeng, he just but, can't hear it on the other. And the reason is because he's got a privacy tone on that Motorola. I was, was going to get to that. I, uh, yeah, I was yeah, after to your that, FCC lecture about you know, how you I was got gonna, to have I, all I, this. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. The reason I'm saying is because technically you could do it. We don't 
talk about that because it's uh, you see what I did there because uh, yeah it's not oh, legal to use a UV five R uh, on maybe. FRS. However, 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 we do have a solution. If you get the Ocean KG eight hundred five F radio, it has a full two watts on it. It's fully FCC compliant for FRS. You get twice the wattage that you got on that T sixty five thirty because I only had one watt at the most. You get a full two watt radio, and you're fully compliant. And they'll talk to each other right out of the box. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to worry about it, except maybe the CTCSS tone. That's a minor point. But I would say, hey, go. go. There's a lot of people who are going to use their <laughs> radios they have in front of them to talk on the frequencies they want. It may, it's not legal. We don't recommend it. Well, there's more to it than that. There are other reasons why I wouldn't recommend using a UV5. Well, we've done us. 20 episodes yeah, on that topic. True. so. All right, so we have a question from John. Uh, John wants to know, this This actually came through the email to uh, show it by twowayradios.com. John wants to know, could you guys please consult your magic ball and discuss whether APRS is coming to GMRS? If so, will it be dedicated frequency like 144.390? Would it be a hardware change necessitating new radios, or could it be done via a firmware upgrade? And that's from John. I'll let you take that one, Rick. Uh, and for those who are not really familiar with APRS, it stands for Automatic Packet Reporting System. And uh, it's used by by a growing number of hams. The thing is, for GMRS, and there are – it's not unlike maybe what Garmin's doing – with sending data over, GPS data over for some of their radios and that sort of thing. And APRS, I still think it's kind of a niche thing. And I'll get into it myself, personally. I think it's kind of a niche thing. There's a a growing segment of GMRS people that are really looking for APRS. I'll tell you what, there's a large contingent of people that don't know what APRS is, which is why I just gave the the acronym. Uh, there are a lot of people that don't really care <laughs> about it. So what do you get if you do APRS? What does it do? Well, I just want to know why. Like, why why some, do people want it? That's a good question. Yeah. Why? What is, let's let's. There's ask, a reason this guy wants APRS. Yeah. I wonder what it is. What's he want to do with it? Why don't we ask people, poll people, what they what they want APRS for, or if they really want APRS on the on the GMRS radio? First of all. We don't really have an opinion on it one way or the other right now because now, now my I am not super familiar with APRS. My my understanding is that APRS allows you to transmit allows you, you transmit your your location, your GPS coordinates. So but, I don't think there'd be anything wrong with that. No, I don't think I don't think the FCC is averse to that sort of functionality. And but it's just digital that, data is allowed to be sent on over GMRS frequencies, but I don't know that APRS even requires um, a dedicated the, frequency for it. The thing is, uh, we don't really have an opinion on it one way or the other. We haven't really messed much with APRS, and our focus has really been more on more mainstream uses for for GMRS at this point. I, I, you know, it, it may be worth, uh, you know, I'm always interested yeah. in new features for GMRS. We need to f- find ways to make GMRS better and more exciting. That's true. So, uh, That's true. I, we'll, I'm we'll all take for it. Under, we'll, take a, uh, we'll take a look at it, take another look at it, and uh, see, what, uh, see what we can do there. All right. Well, our, our next question comes from uh, Brimo. And uh, Brimo wants to know, uh, recently I purchased a set of Midland GXT 1030G walkie-talkies for communicating with my wife while bike riding and camping. The primary feature I was looking for was a good Vox walkie-talkie. Unfortunately, after receiving the set, we could not communicate reliably with the Vox feature. Communication is very spotty at best. Is there a good set of walkie-talkies that are also great at Vox communication you would recommend? The radios I received seem like great walkie-talkies, but the Vox feature is really lacking, and that's from Brimo. Uh, first of all, yeah, I mean, that, you know, the Midland GXT line, they're good radios. 
right? They're good quality radios. I, I have a lot of uh, Midland products. And, uh, Midland makes I use the best them. FRS radios out there. If you're looking they for do. like standard type of FRS radios, um, yeah. they, they are absolutely my favorite brand. And when you're talking about Vox, that has really little to do with the walkie-talkies themselves. Um, maybe I should walkie-talkie that back a little bit. It has a little bit to do with the walkie-talkies themselves, but it mostly has to do with how Vox is implemented and what you're using with Vox to, to do this, to implement it. Vox is not a cut-and-dried feature that you just turn it on and it works. Um, and there are a lot of caveats to using Vox. Now, we have an episode... I have uh, an episode scheduled of the two-way radio show coming up in the near future where we're actually going to cover Vox in um, in the episode. It really give the ins and outs on it and, and, and pretty much tell the whole truth about Vox. Um, it has its place. It has its uses. But it's not for every situation. And there are really certain scenarios where it's not set up for. It's not... It's not designed to be used. And uh, I think without making a whole nother episode out of out of this right now, we'll probably leave it at that. But, but stay tuned because we've got an, another episode coming up here where we are going to be covering Vox in depth. And as a matter of fact, we do have a blog post on our website that covers um, the facts about Vox. And you can uh, look that up on our website at bytowayradios.com. And that'll pretty much give you an overview of how Vox works and uh, and what it does and doesn't do and what you need to get it to to work correctly for certain situations. But once again, it's not for every scenario. It has its place, but it, it just depends on what you're doing with it. But uh, great, great non-answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a good answer. It's just uh, a tease for the next show. I don't know. Right, we'll see. All right. Well, I guess that does it for our comments and questions in this episode. Send in your comments and questions for Danny Anthony or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or wherever you find your podcast. And you can subscribe by email. Just click subscribe by email on the Two-Way Radio Show podcast page at twowayradioshow.com. Enter your email address and you'll get the latest episode of the Two-Way Radio Show as soon as it comes out. So uh, I guess it does it for this episode. Before we go, any final comment? I think we covered it. All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Where have I heard that before? Oh, yeah. About five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give us, yeah. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoy. And I'm Danny Feemster. And we're out. Out.